Welcome tonight to the Tripod Mom podcast. I'm your host, Ginger Ricks. I want to thank you all for uh, joining us this evening and welcome back to the Tripod Mom podcast, but welcome to 2023. Like it's a new year and I'm super excited about um, our guest tonight and what we have in store for you. I think it's really fitting just being at the beginning of the year, it's about mid-January, and you may be looking at the title of this podcast and thinking like, the new year's already started, um, I don't have a plan, or like, I don't know what my word of the year is, what is a word of the year? Um, that's okay, because I think it's good to evaluate where you are in your life throughout the year. It doesn't just have to be at a beginning of the year or beginning of a new season necessarily. Um, but there is something about um, kind of like closing one chapter and then going on to the next. So that's kind of what we're going to talk about. But my hope is that um, if you're listening to this, you know, six months from now or another time that you really just begin to look introspectively and say, what am I doing with my life right now? Um, and reflecting on what your goals were and how we can, you know, stay on track to get there. Are you on track? Um, have you kind of gotten off track or um, do you have something that you're focusing on to um, lead you towards your goal? So I have tonight with me, one of my sisters, my dear sister, Danielle Perry. And um, gosh, we've been friends for about 10 years now, I it's, think. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. So um, I don't know. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so like Ginger said, I am Danielle Perry. Um, I met Ginger through my sister and some of our other mutual friends. We've been friends for quite some time. Yeah. Um, decades. I, I appreciate Ginger for her, her heart and her spirit. She's always so motivating. It's amazing. Um, I... Um, Currently, I'm an employee with the County of Riverside, so I do analytical work um, as far as doing staffing and recruitment for our whole division, um, but I have a passion for finances, <laughs> so I'm that person you call when you need your budget um, budget done and you know um, some advice as far as how to save, how to get rid of debt, so it's like a big passion of mine, but I also love to encourage people as well. Yes, so um, I'm starting to do a little bit of encouragement videos every day. So I'm having my own little 90 day challenge I'm doing for myself because I feel like people in this world need some encouragement, especially in 2023. We needed it in 2020. I mean, but we still need it now. Um, so I just feel like the Lord has led me to be a encourager for those people that need it. Um, so I I'm just excited to be here to talk with you about goal setting and stuff. I'm really excited about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited too, because um, I've actually been wanting to talk with you because um, a little background story going into the end of the year, um, Danielle's sister, Geneva, and I, we actually are separated by our birthdays by one day. One day. So, and if you guys are thinking, I've heard that name before, Geneva, Geneva was actually on my last podcast podcast episode um, back in August. And so if you haven't yet, check that out. We talked about mentorship and um, just vulnerability, be, being vulnerable with um, people that you mentor and mix some Jesus in there and how he can really work through you through the power of the Holy Spirit. It was a really great episode. But anyways, um, so Geneva, Danielle and I, we went to um, my church's um, 
uh, retreat that they were having. It was a vision retreat, basically how to cast vision for the following year. So going into 2023, but the retreat actually was held at the end of the year in December. So before we even got into the new year, we were already experiencing Mm -hmm. this kind of like preparation, like how do we get ready for the new year? Um, What does that look like? What should we be looking forward to? How do we even look back on 2022? And, and, you know, where did we have strengths? Where did we fail? Um, And, and how do we prepare in that way for the new year now? Um, So yeah, tell me something about the retreat because I think it was fire. Yeah. I'm uh, Geneva and uh, Ginger can attest to this. I'm not typically the person to go to things like this, but my sister encouraged me to go because, you know, it's kind of like you want to close out the the old year and enter into a new year with a new perspective and all those things. So when I went, I really didn't know what to expect, but I had told myself, like, you know, I just want to go open heart, open mind and just be ready to receive whatever it is that God's wanting me to receive. And so um when I got there, like, it, it was just, like, I don't know. Like, I just felt the need to share. I felt the need to just get things off my chest. Um, the first night we were going over, like, forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes we don't feel like we need to forgive anyone, but it could be, like, past hurts and we are really holding on to it. And that's what leads us into a life of, like, um, um, like not being content and bitterness and mm-hmm. things like that. And so they went through how to forgive people and also how to, um, you know, just go on that path of forgiveness. And it was just amazing. Yeah. So that was the first night. But what really got me was the labyrinth. Mm. Um, if you guys don't know what that is, it's literally like a rock design. You walk in with all of your burdens, all of your fears, all of your anxiety, and you come out with Jesus walking with him. And it was just an amazing experience. I walked in afraid, not knowing what's going to happen in my future. And then on the way out, I felt like God was walking with me, telling me it's okay. I got you. You're going to move mountains. I got so many revelations walking out of the labyrinth. I think that was the highlight of it because just I didn't know walking inside a rock maze and walking out could have so much power, but it was, it was amazing. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. And, um, So we went into the weekend celebrating Geneva and my birthday. So we showed up late, right? Because we went to dinner and the dinner was beautiful. And then we go into this very still, quiet room. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? What's going on? Why is the room (laughs) so quiet? And then finally, somebody like leaned over and was like, basically, shut up, Ginger. We're supposed to be quiet because Mm -hmm. we're supposed to be having this introspective moment. I'm like, oh, okay. So, but having the time to reflect on forgiveness, I think was such a great way to start the retreat because Mm -hmm. here I was at least like anticipating what was going to come forward and how to plan and get ready for this new year. Mm -hmm. And our pastors were like, no, 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 no. Let's deal with the things (laughs) from the past or even that you may be dealing with currently, which if I'm honest, like, I think I'm a very forgiving person, but I think that just in the course of life, you have these hurts Mm -hmm. and you kind of have to peel back the layers with some of the different things. Like it, it, some things are easier to forgive, right? Right. Some things are very painful to forgive. Mm -hmm. And as much as I say, I've forgiven that person 
every time I hear their name or I think of yeah. them, I'm thinking of somebody now. It's yeah. like fingernails yeah. on a chalkboard. So to start with that, I think was just a great way to leave that at the altar mm-hmm. and say, God, I don't want to take this into the new year. Yeah. So that was super powerful. And then the labyrinth was, yes, yes. fire. I actually almost missed it, right? Because there was only one prayer labyrinth and everybody was going mm-hmm. to it. It was a group of like, what, 30 of us, maybe? About, yeah, maybe, 20, no more than 30. Yeah. And there were also other people at this retreat center too on different retreats as well. So, you know, there were people going in and out of this one prayer spot. But I had made up in my mind, like, okay, when I go in, I'm going to thank God, I'm going to do this. And then on the way out, I, I just like, I had this plan, right? And when I was walking out of there and there were people waiting to get in, yeah. they were waiting on me to get out. I was like, move, get out the way with my <laughs> prayers. Like low key, I was shouting, I was crying. And I just, it was something about when I stopped and turned around, it was like laying yes. everything down. I don't know why it was like something in the spirit realm just broke. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things too, that was really cool. Did you get a chance? I mean, I, I'm sure that you got a chance to look at like the questions and stuff, right? Yes. That um, our pastor's Those wife gave questions. us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like that's one of the things that I want to bring up is like, you can't really go forward powerfully until you first look at what you have been dealing with right in the past, whether mm-hmm. it was last year, whether it was last month, whether it was last week. I mean, am I on the right path? Have I made the, you know, decisions that I said I was going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, I set goals for myself this week. Did I accomplish them? Right. Like, I can't just be like, oh, okay, next week, it's a new thing. It's a new day. Mm-hmm. And I haven't even reflected on the things that, you know, I said I was going to do and whatever. So, Um, I thought that there were some really good questions and I have them here in front of me. I'm going to um, post some of them, maybe all of them. I don't know how much I want to share with you guys. (laughs) Should have been there. (laughs) You should have been there. Um, You know, if they, if, if your church or if you know somebody that does like a vision retreat, highly, highly recommend it. Um, But yeah, I'll post some of these questions, but like, for example, there was um, one of them. How do you want to be different by this time next year? Yeah. Like, I I don't, I I mean, in your mind, you think like, oh, this is what I want to do, but it's like, are you really committed to doing that? Right. And that's the thing. (laughs) Are you committed? You can say you want all these things, but will it actually transpire? (laughs) Right. So in thinking about the retreat, Tell us a little bit about, because you guys not only did the retreat with me and some other people, yes, but like two weeks ago, not even, I'm trying to figure out what we're doing for the weekend because they live around the corner from me, y'all. We live in Southern California and we're all neighbors, right? And they're like, oh, we leaving. We going yeah, out. We're going we to a retreat, another retreat. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> another one? So tell me about this thing because I don't even think it was a retreat. So what was yeah. it and why did you go and what did you get from it? Because I yeah. I need to know because I still don't know. So another thing Geneva drags me to, <laughs> you know, I feel like 2023, <laughs> it's like, I'm just going to try. Okay. Like I've, I've always said I want to do self-investments. I you know, we invest in all these other things, but for some reason we don't want to invest in ourselves. So um, we went to this um, seminar, it's called uh, Clemmer Personal Mastery. And 
We honestly did not know what we were getting into. We got there, Ginger, and they were like having us sign waivers, like, you know, like those, like you might die kind of waivers. So <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, what's gonna happen here? I have no idea. Um, but mm -hmm. it, it's hard to describe what it is um, without spoiling it. But for the most part, it's really just helping you um, combat your mindset. So okay. it's trying to make you, um, see things from a different perspective so you can be able to meet your goals to go after the things that you've been kind of holding back from doing um and there's just like a lot of people that were there and you get to partner with people and kind of get to their vulnerable moments in their lives so it's not just like a business type mindset it's like a personal thing and so one of the things that i took away from it was um they're they're called sunglasses or your program so these are things that um, really kind of stop you from moving forward um, with whatever it is that you want to do, whether you're being in a relationship, starting a family, starting a business. It's it's just like an obstacle. It's an obstacle that like stops you dead in your tracks and you don't even realize it because it's subconscious. Okay. And so um, we did this game and this game like completely shifted my mindset because the point of the game was to get a win-win situation. Okay. But our team was like, I want to win, I want to win, I want to win by all means necessary. And so they had us reflect on that game. And I realized something about myself because in that process, I was literally like trying to get my point across. I'm saying I want to do this. I want to do this. And nobody's listening to me. So I naturally retreated. I'm like, fine, you guys don't want to listen to me? Fine. I hope we lose. Like that was like, <laughs> that was my whole thing. And so they made us journal what our reaction was to the game, how we were in the game. And Ginger, I started crying. Yeah. I started crying because I realized me retreating is what I do in my everyday life. When a, something doesn't go right in the business plan that I want to, or someone's not excited about what I have to say, it makes me reach retreat. Mm -hmm. And that stops me. Mm -hmm. I, I get so comfortable in that moment and I just don't want to move anymore. And so Clemmer, like it literally has taught me like I have the power to shift my mindset. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be a victim anymore. Mm -hmm. I get to be the victor. Okay. And so it was just like a lot. I, I'm just only giving you a snapshot of it because it was yeah. so much and it was so powerful. But I just felt like the Lord was just telling me like, you got to let that stuff go. Like, I got you. I'm not going to let you fail. Yeah. You, I have given you so many gifts and so many talents please don't think that I gave them to you in vain. Like I gave them to you with a purpose yeah. and you need to go out and you need to do that. So, yeah. And how often do we do that though, where it's like, you can look back, right? Cause mm -hmm. we're talking about reflecting and looking yes. back before we can move forward. And you're like, well, I tried this and I failed mm -hmm. or God gave me this gift and I don't know how to use it yep. or I don't know how to execute the vision that he gave me. And so we just kind of give up. Mm -hmm. So what, tools if any did they give you to like combat that you know feeling of wanting to just retreat because i know yeah. people that are listening are like yeah i pretty much shut down too, too after a while <laughs> like you know you have all this great momentum at mm -hmm. the beginning of the year when everybody's trying to lose weight yes. and look good and yep. you know bless up or whatever they exactly. calling it these days you know and yeah. then you get into a couple of weeks and you're not seeing change like how mm -hmm. do you keep pressing forward or what what did they teach you to do so they talked about like intention. So normally like in a business realm, we say like, what's your why, yeah. right? And so with this tool, they're like, intention is a deep passion 
for like your calling, your purpose. Mm -hmm. You have to do it. Okay. There is no going around it. There's no more stopping. And so when you put that in your mind and you visualize it, you put it on a board, put it on your plan, um, it releases something in you. Yeah. We had to recite what we were going to do because we had to create like a 90 day plan of what we wanted out of the seminar. Okay. And so we had to shout it from the rooftop because it has to get in your heart. Yeah. Ultimately, people like feel like, you know, I don't know. It's just like really hard to explain. But like when you have that intention and you in your mind, you've made up like I have to do this because if I don't, then this will happen. Well, I'm thinking of how at the retreat when... Pastor Corey was saying about the difference between having um, a goal yes. and then a word of the year, which maybe some of you guys don't know what that is, and I'll explain in a second, mm-hmm. and then a conviction. Yes. So having a goal is like, okay, I want to l- lose 30 pounds, you know, this year. Um, and, but goals, we flop on them, yeah. right? There's, it's not like, it's not going to, it can roll over to the next year. It don't make it. or break you. Yeah. It's, you know, okay. Right. So I didn't lose 30 pounds. In fact, I gained 10 pounds. It's cool. Like, you know, I tried kind of, <laughs> um, but your word of the year is kind of like something that you would meditate on mm-hmm. or pray into and really seek the Lord for some direction. Yeah. Really. That's what it is. Um, And if you're not a believer, you know, just something you can meditate on. Like some people say like, oh, my word of the year is trust. Like this year, I really want to trust. Well, the thing that challenged me on that was Pastor Corey said, usually a word of the year, at least one coming from Jesus Mm -hmm. is not always something that you're really comfortable with. It's cringe. (laughs) Yeah. So it could be something like fire. Mm-hmm. So you're like, ooh, I don't know if I like that. Word. And that I, that's not my word, y'all. Yeah. But <laughs> it's not that comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I had already had in my mind like a word that I thought I was going to roll with. And I'm still kind of rolling with it. But I don't think that's the word. That's mm-hmm. just like a piece of the word, right? Yeah. Because the next word that I have been praying into, ooh, it, it hurts. It's, it's not as comfortable. But then there's what maybe you're talking about, like getting it into your system and yeah. shouting it from the rooftops. And if you don't do it, now it's a problem yeah. because then on the flip side, Pastor Brad talked about a conviction. Yes. And I thought I immediately I was like, conviction. Mm-hmm. That sounds like convicted, like we get convicted by the Holy Spirit. And basically the way he pointed it out was like, if you're convicted by the Holy Spirit, it's because there's some kind of like sin yes. involved. Whether if I do it or if I don't do it, it's sin. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I think that's kind of like what it sounds like for yeah. you guys that it's like you have to make this happen. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're like in disobedience. Yeah. It's like you're literally going against what God gifted you to do. Yeah. Your purpose. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it, that, I'm glad you said it like that because it could, yeah, literally be another conviction of mine because I've been sitting on it for so long. Yeah. And so for him to give this all to me, I have had this this business or this idea or purpose for years. And I knew God was telling me to do this. Yeah. But because of my own selfishness and me, like, I don't know if I'm smart enough or, you know, you start tearing yourself down. Yeah. And, and that's another thing. Like at the, the seminar, they told you like, bring yourself up. Like, you know, your heart is, is it's there for a reason. And yeah. you can't just say horrible things because your heart's going to reciprocate, like reciprocate it and say like, oh, okay, 
Like, oh, I'm not worthy. Okay, my heart says I'm not worthy. So then you start going around thinking you're literally not worthy. Yeah. But if you go around putting these things like, you know, I am worthy, I am valuable, I do have something to say. Yeah. Then your heart starts to move and starts to shift a little bit. And now you're like walking in your purpose. And and I've been doing that since then. So even when I have those days where I'm like, uh, I'm like, you know, tell your heart something good. And I'm saying, so I'll be like, I am worthy. So I affirm myself regularly because I want my heart to know, like, this isn't just because I feel like doing this, but this is something that the Lord is telling me to do. And your purpose and to do. And my purpose to do. And I'm not going to be disobedient again. Yeah. And and I think too, God is so gracious mm-hmm. that like, even though he's given us so many gifts and like, maybe you're listening to this too. And you're like, well, I don't have so many gifts. I only got like one gift. No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I would challenge you. Like maybe you're good at writing. Maybe yeah. you're good at cooking. Maybe you're, you love photography. Maybe you've never taken a picture except out of your cell phone, but it's a passion that you're, you're excited about that mm-hmm. you enjoy doing. Maybe you're great at math or like academics, like each one of those things are different facets of who you are and mm-hmm. how God has created you. Yeah. And I think that sometimes when we have a goal that doesn't get fulfilled, how quick we are to be like we suck, you know? And then, oh, it's like, we're, we're letting ourselves down because we didn't fulfill this purpose. But I, I love to look at God that he is not confined to time. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So while we think, oh my gosh, like this year, y'all, I'm gonna just tell on myself, I'm gonna be 40. Praise the Lord. Uh, (laughs) You know? And I'm like, dang, like, I wish I was here or I wish I was going to do this, or I should be further along or whatever the thoughts are that come up. It's like God is not involved in time in that sense, the way that we think of time. And so today is the perfect opportunity to start the thing or to complete the thing that you started that Mm -hmm. you may have sucked at all this time because God is just waiting on you to say yes. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm still ready, God, and I want to move forward. So what do you think like in preparing for the year what does that look like now that you have all of this knowledge yeah that that we've been like trying to cultivate in the last couple of weeks it, it is it is a game changer okay. i've always been someone um like i said I, I encourage people a lot but for some reason i don't encourage myself enough mm. and so since i've done you know that personal mastery class i'm realizing like it's so important to really talk yourself up and, yeah. and I, I set some goals for myself. They had us do a 90 day plan. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going about this a whole, whole, like a lot differently than I normally would. Mm-hmm. You know, even if I come to a stumbling block, I sit, I'm going to pray. I'm going to ask God, where do I go from here? Mm-hmm. Versus mm-hmm. just saying, okay, I guess I'm not good enough. I'm done. You know? Yeah. And it's just, it's a whole different experience, you know? And I think, I think people are kind of tired of settling for uh, scraps. Yeah. You know, that's what they talked about. Like you deserve a steak, not bones. Yeah. And I think that that's what I keep on repeating in my head. Like mm-hmm. I'm meant for great things. I'm meant to um, go out into the world and bless people with the gifts that God has given me. And yeah. so it's like that motivation. Like I know we always have that motivation in the beginning, like in the beginning of the year, but mm-hmm. this one is more intentional. Yeah. Like I have to do this. Well, I think something you said about like us down talking ourselves yes. is like, 
you have to find that balance when you're talking yourself up, right? Because mm-hmm. the flip side of that is like when you're all puffed up and you think you are just the bomb.com, yes. but you're really whack. Like, <laughs> and just that attitude makes you whack, right? Yes. Because everybody's looking at you like, what makes you think that you're so good? But it's having that balance, I think, of like, it doesn't matter what I wear. It doesn't matter what I drive. It would be nice to drive something nice and Mm -hmm. live in a nice place and do all of these things. But at the end of the day, when you shift your mindset, I think, to am I fulfilling that purpose? We keep talking about purpose. Mm -hmm. It's like that stuff is irrelevant. It is. I can still bring something to the table with exactly what I have Mm -hmm. at the exact place in my life that I am, no matter how much money I make, no matter how much um, education I have, it's, you know, um, what can I do with what God has already given me? And it reminds me of the story of the talents, you know, in the Bible, there's, um, several occasions where it talks about basically the same story, but three guys were given different talents Mm -hmm. and one was given 10, one was given five and one was given one. Mm -hmm. And it didn't matter as long as they made the increase, God still gave everybody an opportunity. And so, I think that's something that I know for myself that I'm just like, God, what do I have right now? Right. So let's take a break and I'll leave everybody to think on that. What do you have right now in this moment that you can use as a tool in your tool belt to propel you forward? Mm -hmm. Okay. So think about that and we'll come right back. Okay, we're back and we were just asking what tools do we have to move forward now with all that we've been given just Mm -hmm. in the last couple of weeks? Um, What do we do with it? What do we, how do we apply it? Yeah. (laughs) I'm not sure if that's what I, is that what I asked? I'll have to go back. I feel like you elaborated on it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I guess I can share. So one thing that I said on my little questions, and I have them here um, from the Antioch retreat, which Antioch is the church that um, we attend or I attend. And it says, what do you want to spend more of your time doing this coming year? And I said, reading God's word and taking many vacations. Um, But one of the things that I've just been trying to be more disciplined in is my prayer time, Mm -hmm. which I think any believer under the sun hands down can tell you that they want to pray more and spend more time reading God's word. It's not that they may not be doing it enough because I'm sure that if I asked evangelist Billy Graham um, or um, the late Billy Graham or, um, what is his name of harvest greg oh, laurie yeah, greg if laurie. i ask greg laurie i'm sure he'd say the same thing yeah. like and he's an evangelist that witnesses to millions of mm-hmm. people every year right it's just it's just something that you just enjoy so much that you're like oh i gotta i gotta get it more i gotta do it more mm-hmm. so but to, honestly i don't do it that much okay truthfully so i said this year i was like i really need to you know get back in the habit of praying more and reading my word more but in that 
I feel like God has just been revealing himself and the purpose that he has for my life so much more Mm -hmm. to the point where usually I'm very uh, calculated in my decision making, right? So I will be like, oh, I can't answer that question right now because I need to pray on it first, Mm -hmm. right? But so far, and here we are only into the like third week of January, I'm like, no, like I have the answer and I'm getting all of these ideas and I'm just kind of like walking in them day by day by day and things are kind of just falling into place. Mm -hmm. And it's so weird because it's like, huh, who would have thunk if I would have spent more time with Jesus (laughs) that he would have just been leading me, praise him, you know, but it's like, it to me is like common sense and not to say that there are not still times where I'm like, Ooh, let me hold on to that and let me wait. Or that's Mm -hmm. a big decision. And I really need to spend more time before I get an answer. But I'm saying just like the connections that God is giving the um, revelation and just like the, like I said, the direction that he's causing me to go, it's just becoming natural Mm -hmm. that like, you said, I have all these God-given talents. I have all these things that he's put in me to want to do. And if I just lean into him as a, as a person, as, as my father wanting to spend time with me, I just am getting downloaded the how to along the way. Absolutely. And that's like the benefit of like being close to him Mm -hmm. is like, I don't have to question it. It's like, well, yeah, I'm going to do that because that just makes sense. Yeah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm going to call this person right now. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They answered. And now I have like a business deal going on. Right. Or like, you know, the yeah. thing I've been praying for, it was just so easy. It just happened. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm kind of <laughs> like the same, to be honest. Okay. Like, I mean, I always like every year I say I want to get closer and closer to God. Everybody does. But I, I feel like this year I'm like, I really want to be intentional about it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to just do it because it's a chore or, or like, I just feel it's a necessity. It is a necessity, but I didn't want to treat it like this is just another thing to do. Yeah. And so I'm like the same thing. Like yesterday in the shower, I'm literally just thinking about my business, what I want to do. And God was like, remember when I told you da, 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 da? And he's just downloading all this. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I completely forgot about that. I can do this. I can start making money. This will let, allow me to be able to, to spread out like my dream and my passion a lot mm-hmm, more. Mm-hmm. And so like, it's just... I'm, I'm, when I'm reading his word, I'm, I'm seeing things I haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. And I just go into complete like awe of his character. I feel like we're getting really churchy, but like, that's all right. <laughs> that's what it's, I think it's just it's like, in us, it right? In us. And so like, it just allowed me to realize just how amazing God is and how strategic he is and, and, and like intentional he is with his, his believers. Like it's, it's amazing. And I'm just like, Every time I read some scripture now, I just stop. I just stop. And I'm like, Jesus, you're just so good. You are just so good. good. There's no way around it. Like you are just so good. I'm going to read you this that I read out loud to my husband last night, Montel. And I usually don't read stuff to him because he's probably like not listening, (laughs) you know, but he just so happened to be there. And I was like, this is a really good quote from this book. Mm -hmm. And I believe it's called Secrets of the Secret Place. It was given to me by a friend, Kathleen, you know Kathleen. Mm -hmm. And um, this part says, prayerlessness is the first sign of prideful independence. Mm -hmm. We begin to trim back on our secret time with God when we're feeling great about ourselves 
energetic and optimistic about our future and confident about the path that we're taking. It's the first sign that we're getting full of ourselves. Mm. And I, I thought that was just like a mind blower right there because I'm like, when do we go to God? Man, when things are bad, bad. right? Usually, bad. or when yes. it's like, God, I'm stressed out and things are not working. And where did I go wrong? I mm-hmm. thought you said this. But on the other hand, it's like when we're in a position of necessity, mm-hmm. or not even necessity, like, because we're, we always need, but not as yeah. a need as we need his help. I guess, I guess you have to be careful of how I'm saying this. Like, like I need you because my my you are my source. Not yes. I need you because I need you for what you can do for me. Yeah, like a genie in a bottle. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Not like that. Yeah. Because there are times that we do go to God because we need him. Oh, Jesus, I need you to answer this prayer quick, fast, and in a hurry. But I'm saying when we're just going to God because of who he is, yes. that's that humility where God's like, okay, well, I'm ready yeah. to talk to you. Yeah, I'm ready to show you what I've been trying to tell you this whole time, but you was just too busy doing it yourself. So I just let you. Yeah, it's like a literally like a relationship. We always say that. It's in church so many times, but it's like, okay, it got to stick now. But it's yeah. like, you don't just like, you have to spend time with someone to get to know them. And so how we spend time with God is we're in his word. We're seeing his characteristics come to fruition in our lives. And it makes us so appreciative of who they are for us and not Mm -hmm. because of what you can do for us, because we know if he can do it, he can do it. Yeah. But even if we don't get it, yeah, that's when you're totally like, it doesn't matter. I still have you. And that's what's good good for me. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's a good quote though. It is, right? I I sure will. (laughs) But like, it it is convicting because he's saying like, when we, when we think we have it all together, Mm -hmm. we stop going to God. Like, because it's like, oh, I'm busy. And now I got, you know, my phone is ringing and the calls are, the business is picking up Mm -hmm. and look at all these good things. So it's like, things are good. I don't need you anymore, Jesus. And we may not do or say that outwardly, but by not going to him, it's like, that that's essentially what we're saying to him. It's like, oh, we're too busy for you now. Mm -hmm. When God is saying like, no, spend time with me and I'll show you what to do. I've already laid it out. You just going to keep doing it your own way. So um, you're agreeing with me. Do you have any stories that you can tell of just how that closeness with God has been leading you so far? Yeah, man. I like, um, I was was actually reading yesterday. I was reading Acts 1 Mm -hmm. and it was talking about the Holy Spirit coming upon us Mm -hmm. um, and how, you know, Jesus is going to leave, but no, not Acts. John. Okay. I was reading John. Well, Acts. Yeah, talks Acts about that talks too. about the ascension, but John is Jesus talking about how he's going to send someone, the helper, to um, help. But he used the word advocate, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I like advocating for someone is completely different than just helping someone. Mm-hmm. Like you're literally sticking your your neck out for this person mm-hmm. because ultimately, us as humans, we're going to sin, we're going to fall short, and we're going to turn from God. Mm-hmm. But yet, he's like the Holy Spirit. I'm still going to give that to you because I believe in you. Mm -hmm. And so just seeing that, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, God, you actually believe in me. Like, you know, like, I I know I'm going to mess up because I'm human. And if we've known anything about the Bible, we know. (laughs) Hello. Mess up after mess up. But it's just 
it was just like a different feeling and it just put me into overdrive. And that's when I got the revelation of what to do in this business or, or the things I want to do in my personal life, going traveling more, potentially starting a date and all that stuff. But it was like, it just put it into like perspective, like God sent me someone to stick their, their life out for me. Like, I can't disappoint him like that. Just yeah. like parents, you don't want to disappoint your mom and dad. Yeah. You know, they give you all the tools to set you up yeah. and they say, they speak highly of you. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh no, I'm not going to do it. Who's that that person? I think it's Miles Monroe, the late Miles Monroe, who said like the most expensive piece of property is um, the graveyard. Mm. And that's because of all of the like ideas yes. and things that get buried there mm-hmm. that we never bring to fruition. Yeah. And so um, I just think, you know, back to how I was saying, you know, you may have a gift to cook and, yeah. or, you know, maybe you're um, great at speaking and teaching. Maybe you knit, you know, whatever it is. Like, again, those are all things that you can do, mm-hmm. you know, for the glory of God, you can do them as a business. Like when you really tap into that creativity, Mm -hmm. it, again, it's like, it's natural. So I think for me, that's one thing. That's why I asked you that question, because I feel like with the time that I've been spending with God, I've literally just been like sitting at my desk and the ideas are just Just flowing. flowing. Yes. And I'm like, whoa, okay. And it, and it kind of is just cool to give this space to dream. Yes. Because it's like, wow, God, I realize that with you, all things are possible. Mm -hmm. I can, you know, because we have the nonprofit, right? Particularly a lot of the dreams that God has been giving me in the vision has been with the nonprofit, Mm -hmm. other things too, but I'm just amazed. Like he's making like all these connections and stuff. And I'm like bringing out ideas from left and right and left field. And I'm just like, that just kind of makes sense. Like it, why did I make Why it so difficult that, right? before? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that hard to yes. like, I know this person and I know this person and in connecting them, like my business is still getting the exposure right. or whatever, but I get to be a conduit to where now I'm supporting two people's visions yeah. and I'm also carrying out the purpose that God gave me mm-hmm. to serve my community, to serve others, to be a blessing. I can talk about Jesus and tell him, you know, and testify to these people of, man, I just love how the Lord just brought us together. Absolutely. Like, and they're like, yeah, that was a good connection. Like yeah. it's just working out. Yeah. So um, let me just switch gears here for a second um, because I see this question hopping out on um, this piece of paper at me. How can you honor your mental, spiritual, emotional, and physical health this year? Like, because I I think we've talked about spending time with God, Mm -hmm. looking at our past and forgiveness. Um, But how does that, again, how can you honor your mental, spiritual, emotional, and physical health this year? Honestly, I mean, for me personally, I got to do it with God. I, I think, I, and I know we keep going back to it because this is yeah. just, I'm sorry, I'm born and raised in the yeah. church. So this is like really all I know. But <laughs> like, I've realized that whenever I try to do something outside of what God intends for me to do, I'm trying to be disobedient. I'm trying to do it my own way. I'm trying to put everything on mm-hmm. me. 
I just get more stressed out. Mm -hmm. And so that's going to impact your physicality, your mental space, your emotional space. Mm -hmm. And I've experienced that all last year. Financial space. Financial space. (laughs) It it just everything. And so they say you can't do anything separate from God for a reason. Yeah. And like, I'm trying to do a, like a healthier lifestyle, you know, and I'm relying on prayer to get me through because Lord (laughs) knows I want a burger and fries. Right. (laughs) But I know I need to make a change because in the future, obviously I want to have kids. I want to be in the best shape that I can, you know, I'm in my thirties, so I can't just be going around eating junk food all the time. And so like, for me personally, it's so important to include Christ in your plans. Like, and and allow him to have a say so in it like yeah. don't just plan it and be like okay i'm just i told you just out of respect but i'm gonna handle it on my own because yeah. you can only get so far yeah trying to do it by yourself yeah before you hit a before wall before you hit a wall and now for me personally crying uncontrollably not wanting to eat not wanting to go anywhere it went to a downward spiral very quickly for me last yeah. year yeah. but another thing is is to have a good community and ginger like all our whole community yeah is so bomb like they they rallied behind me last Mm -hmm. year and i thank you for that because it really pushed me to get outside of the uncomfortable situation at my job Mm -hmm. and it made me go and pursue something that was going to be worth more beneficial to me Mm -hmm. not worrying about what other people are going to think or say Mm -hmm. but i needed to do this for me and holy spirit led that for allowing me to be transparent and vulnerable and just be more open with the people that love me the most Mm -hmm. And so like, get you, get you God in you and get you a community that's going to rally around you, honestly. (laughs) Amen. I can say the same thing because our community. So strong. Y'all, y'all the best. (laughs) I hope y'all listen to this. We're going to tell you guys to listen to this because this is your little kudos right here. We're giving you your flowers because life is tough. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I could have did half of the stuff that I did in the last quarter of the year and got through that, let alone the whole pandemic in the last couple of years, y'all. I know it's been rough out there. Mm -hmm. Like, um, one thing you talked about is that you grew up in the church, right? Yes. So me, on the other hand, I didn't quite grow up in the church. I grew up going to church on like Christmas and Easter and kind of knowing God and stuff. But that's how I came to know the Lord because they like personally on a personal level, because yeah. things were not going well. Mm-hmm. And I kind of lashed out, if you will, not angrily at God, but I was just like, why are things not working out? Yeah. And that was like the first time that I heard God, not as an audible voice, mm-hmm. but in my spirit. And God told me, I never told you to do this. Yeah. And I was like, you're like, what? I was like, who, what is, what is that? Holy spirit. I didn't even know. Like, I was just like, what is this? So I do think that even if you're not a believer, the Holy spirit still works. Y'all Yeah. when we talk about conviction and being convicted, um, that's the Holy spirit. Mm -hmm. You may not know his name. Holy spirit is his name. Okay. So that is the person who will tell you, that's not such a good idea right now. Yeah, I'd advise you know? against it. <laughs> yeah. And I think so often, you know, we push up against that, uh, that unction mm-hmm. in our spirit and we just keep going and yeah. we just, and it's like, you know, your body's like, mm, you keep feeding me burgers right. and fries. 
how it's going to work in the long run. For yeah. Kids. And it's just like, it can manifest in a physical way. It can mm -hmm. manifest in a spiritual way, but it, I think it is all connected yes. in how it affects your emotions, mm -hmm. especially as women, your hormones. Yes. Um, and it, it's just important to be in tune with your body. And then two, I like how you said about community, because I think that's one thing that going into, I keep going back to the retreat because I think the retreat was kind of like what set all of this yes. in motion, at least for me, like going into my birthday. And again, I'm, I'm pushing 40 y'all. So I'm like, really like, Oh Jesus, I got, I got to get where I'm going. You know, time is winding up. And yeah. I think every decade, you know, you go to your twenties, you're like, Ooh, I'm, I'm getting old. I got to get married. And then mm -hmm. you like thirties and you're like, well, I still might not be married, but you know, I'm getting old. And then you get to 40 and you're like, but I'm not old, but I just, it's an age ain't nothing <laughs> but a number, you know, but it's like, you have these milestones, right. Yes. That you think you're like, Oh, I got to catch up. I got to be here when God is like the whole time, like, what about me? Like, right. I want to lead you in this. I want you to walk or, or I want to walk with you mm -hmm. in this purpose. So like, let's do it together. And that's honestly how I, how to this day, like I can only go so far without Jesus Yeah. to where I'm like super rubbed by the Holy spirit in the wrong way. Like, mm, you know, you shouldn't be doing that yeah. or whatever. And actually having that community around me is the way that I actually have been working through some of the other um, issues that yeah. I just kind of was like not dealing with, right. um, sweeping under the rug. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's not an issue. That's not a problem. But like you said, you get around people and they're like your mirror. Yeah. And they're, they may tell you the good things, but if you have some really good friends, they're going to tell you the bad things that don't you don't want to hear too. And it wasn't in a hurtful way, thank God, but it's just good to have somebody in your corner yes. to say like, I'm with you. Mm -hmm. I'm praying with you. Um, talk about what <laughs> I, I feel like I, I want to know, like, how do you take what you have learned and now then make sure you're not making the same mistakes? Who? heavy question. Man, I just have to remind myself that I'm not the same that I was back then. Mm -hmm. You know, so whatever back then might be to you. Because in this last month, to be honest, I've learned so much about myself and how strong I am mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and how I've outgrown some of the things I used to do when I was younger. And I have a life coach and we had talked about this like you know, uh, in regards to like things that happened in college. And she had told me, she was like, you know what? You're not the, you're not the person in your twenties anymore, Danielle. Mm -hmm. You're not. So stop going back there. Mm -hmm. You've grown so much. Mm -hmm. You've allowed God to be in your life, the center of your life, the foundation. You trust him, right? You, 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 you know, he's not going to lead you astray. Right. So I'm learning to, either go back on my journals and see exactly what God has done for me. That helps me out a lot. Yeah. I I have dreams now. And so now I write down my dreams because I believe God is speaking to me in those dreams. And mm -hmm. they're really mm -hmm. profound dreams. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to take that. Um, but just really just, just honestly honoring myself and, and, and realizing that I have worth and I have value yeah. and I'm not, 
going to allow the things of my past or even the things that people might even say, because that hurts even more. Not yeah. necessarily the things that they do, but kind of the things they even say yeah. um, that stick around with you. And yeah. it's just, like I said, with the personal mastery, like I'm not going to be a victim anymore. Yeah. And it takes time, obviously, to get out of that therapy, life coach sessions, talking yeah. to the community. But um, but it's good to get it out and reflect yeah. and and analyze it. I'm an analytical type of person. So mm-hmm. I look at the whole scenario and I try to, you know, see like, okay, how can I make this better? Like this yeah. happened, it did, it happened. It's a circumstance or it did happen and come to fruition. Yeah. But how am I going to be able to get out of that? Yeah. And it's through prayer. <laughs> okay. A lot, a lot of, of prayer. <laughs> Jinx. A lot of it, man. Um, something I thought about when you said that. Um, so for me, one thing that I've been doing is just allowing God to be like creative yes. through me. Mm-hmm. So like the things that I've like shied away from, like, I'm going to just throw something wonky out there, right? Like, I like to rap to music. Yeah. Right. I like to sing. I like to sing Disney songs. Mm-hmm. Like when I, and that's just really kind of like a silly example, but like even embracing that part of your quirkiness, mm-hmm. the things that not everybody might know about right. you, that you're like, that's kind of weird. Like, you know, I think when I have embraced, um, again, that multifacetedness of, I like to podcast. I like to serve homeless people and people that are in poverty. I'm a mom. I'm, you know, a friend. Like, I like to sing Disney songs. Mm -hmm. When I have embraced that, like, it just allows my mind to go to more of a creative space. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not limiting to myself to say, like, oh, that's not cool. It's like, no, no, no. I like to do this. We don't figure it out. For example, and this this is something I just thought about. When I started bringing my tambourine to church, I was the only one up in there. Okay. The church that I go to is not a black church, y'all. So no. this is like bizarre yeah. to, you know, have, it's not a Baptist church. It's yeah. none of that. Right. So here I come with my tambourine, but it's like embracing. Mm-hmm. I want to bring my tambourine and praise the Lord. And yeah. I'm not going to care what nobody says about it. And And through that, realizing that what it is, it wasn't just so that way I could worship the Lord with music. The Lord um, told me that that was my spiritual warfare. Oh, that that was my weapon. That's so good. So yeah, again, it's like when I just embrace the things that God has told me to do Mm -hmm. and uh, put in me that I'm passionate about, he just kind of like takes care of everything yeah. else. It's like you're walking into a freedom. Exactly. Like walking into your freedom. And you can be yes. free in that space because, you know, I'm just like, hey, I like this. Yes. Me. Nothing wrong with it. It's nothing wrong with it. I don't have to compare it to anybody else. Yes. You doing what you do over there, boo. I see you. You're doing well. Mm-hmm. You're looking good. I'm over here doing me too. Right. And it's great. And we're both winning. And That's we're all both that matters. winning. That's it. That's it. Okay. Last question. How do you feel like attending this seminar or this retreat? Like, was it beneficial? Do you recommend it? Like, what where do you think that you would be without it? Like, what do yeah. you say about these types of things? Like, is this is this a must do? It is a must do. Okay. If you're someone that's stuck in any area of your life, whether it's spiritual, financial, personal, whatever, 
this is something that you need to invest in. This isn't, and you go and you go and you go with an open mind and mm -hmm. you're going with an open heart mm -hmm. because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. It, it, it could change from every, every seminar, but um, yeah, I think again, this just has just put a fire in me that mm -hmm. has been kind of low burning <laughs> for a while. Yeah. And it made me go home and made me write out my 90 day plan, um, personal and professional. And it's allowed me to really just start honoring myself more, loving myself more, um, being receptive to what God is wanting to do in my life more um, and not being afraid of it. I think one of the big, biggest things that happened with me was I was just fearful of um, failing fear of rejection, like yeah. all those things. Yeah. And so it, it allowed me to realize that if I don't do these things, what am I risking giving up? Mm -hmm. If I want a relationship, but I'm not willing to put myself out there, what am I risking? The greatest desire that I've ever wanted in life mm -hmm. to be married. Mm -hmm. So in the same with the business, mm -hmm. if I don't do this, what am I risking? I'm risking my my community not being able to be financially literate. I, mm -hmm. I can't do it. I've been, mm -hmm. I wrote a paper on this in college, Ginger. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was like a, almost a 20 page paper. And that shows how passionate I was about this. But, you know, it's just, this is a year for you guys all to really invest in yourself on purpose, mm -hmm. not because you feel like it's your last hope and this is something's got to give but it's like you have to do this because you need to do this yeah not because someone is pulling you to do it because honestly i'm really good at saying no so but i told my sister i'm like you know what i need to start this year off with a bang so if this is what's going to help me and we've had a couple of people go through it mm -hmm. and they said it's very life-changing but yes if you guys have the ability to go go and it doesn't have to be a church retreat oh, no. a vision retreat it could be a financial literacy retreat. Yeah. It could be a cooking retreat. I, I will say I like to go to things sometimes with other people that mm -hmm. I just don't know. Yeah. Because it allows you to step outside the box. And um, so, yeah, I would definitely say that this is a year for self-development. Figure out who you are and embrace it. Like Ginger said, Get it, walk in your freedom. Yeah. And I'm going to close with this scripture that, I think is fitting. It's second Timothy one, six again, second Timothy one, six for this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. I believe that was the essential bottom line that we're saying here, fan that flame, mm -hmm. do what you got to do to keep the passion going. Yes. Don't let it just be a goal that you are going to sit down and get rid of, like, be convicted, have yes. conviction. If this doesn't happen, like, maybe your family depends on it. Mm -hmm. Maybe your legacy depends on it. Like, whatever you got to do, yeah, it's time. Take it there, man. Yeah. Because it'll, it'll, it'll definitely fan the flame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Danny. And we'll talk to you guys next time on The Tripod Mom. Thanks for listening today on The Tripod Mom. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review. That way we can reach more listeners with stories just like these. Thanks again.